friends, and welcome to the first episode of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. I am so, so excited and honored and just thrilled that you are making a little bit of time in your day and in the midst of whatever it is that, that you have going on in your life out there to to hang out for a little bit and, and step into this new adventure. I am kind of just wanting to use this time to, to number one, introduce myself for any of you who don't know me and we've never hung out before. And also just take an opportunity here to explain to you kind of what this podcast is all about, how it came to be, why mental health and mindfulness and healing are things that I am deeply, deeply passionate about. And, you know, as I, as I was diving into this and sitting down to record this, this first episode, the perfectionism is running deep. <laughs> like, I got to say the right things. I got to summarize all this in the perfect way. And, you know, the, the, you know, that whole thing that happens when you wait and you wait and you wait for things to be perfect before you do the thing. And then it turns out you just don't ever do the thing because it's not perfect. Yeah, that's that's definitely running deep for me as I as I record this. But I figured, you know what, I I'm just going to talk and we're going to see where this goes. And um, that's all we can do. So why the name take what serves, leave the rest? I think there is a lot of information out there right now that can be really, really overwhelming, especially when it comes to mental health. This is the way. Do this and you'll be happy. Do this and it'll take your anxiety away. You know, there, there's so much of that. And, and not to say that those things are not well-intentioned, but... I do not subscribe to this idea that there's like some magic fix-all solution for the things that we're experiencing. And I don't think that there's one right or wrong way to, to maneuver our mental health on a, on a day-to-day basis. And so I really, really want this podcast to be a place where we come together, we, we talk, we have conversation. But at the end of the day, my friends... I want you to take what serves you and I want you to leave the rest. Maybe there's one thing that is discussed that you go, oh, that's helpful. That that, that resonates. Beautiful. Take that with you moving forward. And not everything that we talk about is going to resonate for you. And and that's okay. But I, my goal really with this, this podcast is to create a very safe space, a, a non-judgmental space for us to just talk about a lot of the things that, that I don't think get talked about enough, like our mental health and the things that we're going through and, and just maneuvering this, this thing called life.
So my story is is one that I always kind of like to go back to middle school. I, I grew up in Denver, Colorado as a kid. That's where I was born. That's where I lived until I was in the summer before I went into sixth grade, right before I started middle school. And that summer, we moved from Denver to Fargo, North Dakota. A little bit of a change. The Rocky Mountains to the, to the Great Plains of, of North Dakota for my, for my dad's job. And I was sitting in the lunchroom of the middle school that I was attending at the age of about 12 years old. And, and I had this incredibly scary feeling wash over me of feeling out of my body, feeling disconnected from my body, feeling like I was in this like dreamlike state, almost like I was in a movie kind of watching my life from a distance. And, and I had no idea what that was. I was terrified and, and I can, honestly say that I don't think my mental health has been the same from that point forward. Um, it might sound kind of like silly to say that, but that feeling of being really, really depersonalized, as I would later understand it to be, and, and kind of understand that it's a symptom of anxiety and kind of how our body can almost want to naturally protect ourselves sometimes when things get really, really overwhelming. But sitting in that lunchroom that day, having that experience at the age of 12, my whole existence from that point moving forward for a really long time became about checking to see if that feeling was going to be there when I woke up every single day and wondering if there's something wrong with me, wondering if I have a brain tumor, wondering if, you know, am, am I going to die? Like, what, what is going on? And I really, really didn't have the tools to express that in a healthy way at that age. And I walked around for years and years and years not really having any idea about this whole thing called anxiety or this thing called OCD that I'm, I'll talk to you about a little bit later on here in, in my story. And, and as I do a lot of this work around mental health, I, I, I think about that 12-year-old version of myself and, and, and the number of people out there in the world that, that might have that experience and not have any idea what they're, what they're going through. I didn't have really anybody at that point tell me hey, there's this thing called mental health and maybe you're just like, let's go have you talk to a therapist and let's kind of work through some of these things and, and get some tools to learn how to maneuver this kind of scary, overwhelming feeling. Um, that feeling of depersonalization, derealization sometimes as it's referred to. Uh, I know for some of you, these might be kind of new words and that's okay. I'll try to go in, in more in depth in, in later podcasts about those, those topics. But those feelings, I, I can still feel them today. As I, as I sit here right now, my mind has almost become kind of programmed to be checking and kind of wondering if I'm going to have that feeling. And, and I've, I've gotten much better at maneuvering it, but it's still there and it's still part of my journey. And so to fast forward a little bit, 
went through high school, got into college, started struggling a lot with a lot of health anxiety type of things, checking my body for lumps and bumps and wondering if that bump means that I have cancer and, you know, just like consumed by wondering if I have a heart condition, if my heart skipped a beat at one point in college, actually going into the the doctor's office and getting the EKG or, you know, the tests on my heart and turns out everything was fine and everything was healthy, but I was still having this overwhelming feeling that something was deeply wrong and launched into a career in, in broadcast journalism, worked at KEYC TV in Mankato, Minnesota out of college, was a weekend anchor there, was a, a morning anchor at KAAL in Austin, Minnesota for a couple of years and then um, landed what at the time was my dream job at, at CARE 11 News in Minneapolis, Minnesota in the Twin Cities. And, and really from the outside looking in, kind of had it all together, right? I kind of had the, the dream job and I was on this path and, you know, it, hey, everything looked really, really cool from the outside looking in. And I was actually in a really good place for, for a while but always kind of knew that that news and that world didn't always fully resonate for me. You know, I, I happened to, to be decent at talking into a camera and, and doing the job and really, really grateful for that. Really, really grateful for the opportunity at CARE 11 and have made so many dear, wonderful friends during my time there. And at the same time, always kind of knew that it didn't resonate for me at a deep level. And so I think that, so, so me kind of trying to show up in a role that didn't feel super authentic to me, mixed with some struggles with anxiety, um, led to struggling with panic attacks on, on live television a number of times. And, and kind of this place, this, this TV studio that had be, become almost like my, my place where I felt on top of the world. And I felt really... You know, like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this. This is a big part of my identity. It went from being that to one of the scariest places every day. I was, I was always terrified that I was going to have a panic attack and, and, and at times did to the point where my heart was beating out of my chest. I was scared I was going to pass out. Couldn't actually physically get the words out at times because I was so short of breath. Had to play it off as if I was kind of coughing and had something in my throat and you know, having at one point, I remember one of my co-anchors actually finishing a story for me because I actually could not get the words out. And made a decision eventually that um, stepping in front of the camera, being a news anchor, just um, was not in my best interest. And, and it was not in the best interest of my mental health and, and moved off the air. You know, kind of stepped down from a position that at one point in my life was everything that I was working for. And went to my boss and said, I need, I need to make a change here. I need to shift into an, on -air, a, uh, an off air role to really kind of catch my breath, literally, right? And, and put my mental health at the forefront. And it was that decision, I think, that was a big game changer for me. And, and I ended up opening up and sharing my story publicly, actually sitting down with a colleague of mine at, at CARE 11 and, and talking about, about what I've struggled with and mental health and anxiety and, and OCD, which again, I'll 
explain a little bit here in, in just a bit. And it, and it opened up this, this beautiful opportunity to use my platform to share my story and, and let other people know that they're not alone. That I think mental health has this really interesting way at times of making us feel like everybody else has it all pulled together and that we're the, the only one that's struggling. And, you know, that kind of mentality of if people only knew the real deal of what's going on internally. And through that, that platform and opening up and sharing my story, I've had the opportunity to speak at a number of companies about mental health and, and do this work at a deeper level that I feel so, so, so passionate about. I have since left working at Care 11. I just started school to become a therapist and am, am really excited and, and kind of on that journey of being able to do this this full time and helping people. So... This podcast is going to be a place that, that I hope can be a piece of the work that I'm doing. And, and I hope that every time that, that we hang out and that you log on and you listen to one of these podcasts that you feel safe, that you feel supported, and that no matter what it is that you're going through, this can be a soft place for you to land. You know, I, I, I mentioned the, the kind of OCD portion of my story that I want to touch on very briefly because I've been really, really grateful to be involved in the, the OCD community, which is a, a disorder that is extremely, extremely misunderstood out there in our society. And unfortunately, that misunderstanding, I think, prevents a lot of people from actually getting the help that they need and then getting in touch with, with proper treatment. I have a mind that you know, I, I always like to describe it to people that people who generally do not struggle with kind of an, an, an obsessive mind and, and more of the OCD tendencies that we're talking about will have, you know, a, a certain thought come into their mind throughout the day that might be a little bit anxiety provoking or might be a little bit off the wall, might be a, a little weird, bizarre, taboo, random thoughts. We all have them every single day. Um, if you don't struggle with OCD, generally that thought's going to maybe come in and kind of go, oh, that was kind of a weird thought. And, and yet you have the ability to kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other and move on with your day. Somebody that struggles with OCD can get really, really, really caught up on, on that thought. And that, that thought, instead of passing through, um, becomes looped and loops over and over and over again. And, and we're ruminating all day about, I need to figure out that thought. What does that thought say? What does that thought say about me? Um, exhausting over and over and over again. And a lot of times those thoughts that get, get caught in our, in our, in our minds are, are thoughts that um, you wouldn't ever really want to talk to anybody about. They can be really, really taboo violent, sexual, uh, overwhelming thoughts that can create a lot of shame. And, and those are things that I have absolutely struggled with in my story. And, and understanding some of my struggles with OCD has been a, a big piece of me learning how to heal 
and and just understanding that that's a piece of my puzzle, right? OCD and, and OCD tendencies are not all of me. They don't define me. But once I finally started to get an understanding of some of the stuff that was going on there, that was a real game changer for me and has given me a lot of tools that are, are at the, the core of how I approach every single day now so that I can show up for my life. And I'm not going to go super in-depth in this episode talking about OCD. I kind of wanted to, to for sure weave that in here and let you know that if you are somebody who struggles with OCD, I, I see you, I hear you, I honor you, and I know I know how hard it can be. And, and I will definitely, in, in later episodes, uh, dive into that at a, at a deeper level. So I think that's kind of all that I want to do on this, on this episode. I want to try to keep these, these episodes pretty reasonably short, so kind of in that like 20 to 30 minute range so that this isn't something that takes a long time to get through. I want these to be um, digestible, right, and, uh, and just a place where you can throw it on in the car, you can throw it on in, uh, at night if you're having trouble sleeping. And, and, and we're just going to have conversations that, again, hopefully help you feel supported and, and hope you feel safe. I'm going to bring people on. We're going to share people's stories. And we're going to allow people a safe place to do that and to get really, really real. Um, some days I might just put out some thoughts that I have. Um, I think my, my next episode I'm going to talk about some of the things that have been really, really helpful for me and how I manage my anxiety and, and my OCD and just my, my being humanness. Um, so I think look for that soon. But I want to thank you so, so much for being here, my friends. And I'm really, really looking forward to, to creating this community. Uh, reach out to me any, any time. I would, I would love to hear from you, let you know uh, and, and, and hear just... What you're, get, what you're taking away from this, if you have any questions, if you have things that you want me to talk about more, I, I would just love, love, love to, to hear that. So reach out to me on social media anytime. And as always, my friends, take what serves and leave the rest. We'll talk soon, okay? Be gentle out there. Mm-hmm.